When you know and feel and act from your own heart, your very presence generates harmony, and that's what this is all about. Generation of Harmony shares perspectives, tools, and guidance so humanity can live in harmony with all of life. I'm Carrie Lake. Again, I'm Carrie Lake. I teach sensory awareness so people can feel without fear and lead with compassion. So many people, all of us really have been conditioned to either fear what we sense or numb what we feel, numb ourselves in various ways. Because like how many of us are taught, if, if you're feeling something, you probably broke it. You should probably go to the doctor and get something for that. When really, when you feel something, it's information. It's information that can help guide you toward what works for you and guide you beyond what no longer works for you. So the work that I share in general is very much about helping you see and know the way your innate systems are designed to function, how our senses are designed to provide us information and how to use that information to navigate the world with some pretty fantastic magic connected with the source of harmony that is orchestrating all of nature. We're all built to be in harmony with nature. And we've just sort of been bullied out of it. So as each one of us reclaims our innate ability, reclaims our innate connection with nature, that is what's creating the change on the planet to bring all of life, all of humanity back into harmony. It might take more than a week or two, but that's the direction we're all headed. And I, I have no doubt, uh, largely because I'm helping create it, and I kind of won't live in a world where we're not moving in that direction. So um, it's fun for me, to, and it's wonderful for me to share with you. So thank you for being here. And uh, along with the topic from PPC for the whole month of January of living a more fulfilling life, what I would love to share with you is awareness of the sense of your own presence. What I'm going to share with you is sort of 180 degrees opposite of what our society has has taught us, right? A capitalistic society says bigger, better, faster, more. And if you don't have that yet, then you're not there yet. And if you're not there yet, you should be seeking it because bigger and better and faster and more is bigger and better and faster and more. And it just becomes this never ending cycle of tripping over ourselves to have what somebody says that we should have. And then somewhere along the line, we learn this concept of fulfilling and we realize we don't have fulfilling yet. We're fulfilled, whatever that is. I mean, how many people know the word but don't know the sense of it, right? How many people are 
conditioned and taught to chase something like the carrot on the stick that nobody's ever really helped share the experience of this thing called fulfilled, right? It's defined by whether or not you have what somebody else says you should have, but then you get that and all of a sudden you're like, all right, well, got that, now what? Now what am I supposed to chase? What am I supposed to chase, right? And it just is a very, very life-sucking way <laughs> to, to do life. And Ari Bell, hi, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, so we can do that, right? There's all sorts of training out there for how to live a life-sucking life. And we can call it, well, my words for it are predatory capitalism, right? The form of capitalism that's, a, that's always calculating, always going, hmm, what can I get for me out of this? Now, from this whole uh, paradigm of what can I get for me, has been born the suggestion that a fulfilling way to live life is to provide for others. And how wonderful is that? How beautiful it is to have that shift in consciousness that recognizes that providing for others, contributing to others is a different way to live life that can actually bring something like this sense of fulfillment. It's a beautiful beginning. And there too, here I am now, I'm giving, and I'm, I'm volunteering, and I'm offering my gifts, and I'm sharing, and I'm not asking anything for, for it. And yet some, something still feels draining. I mean, it's wonderful, don't get me wrong. But then how come I still have these thoughts? How come I still wonder if I'm good enough? How come I still wonder if I have enough? How come I still worry, right? Am I volunteering enough? Am I offering enough? Am I providing enough? Well, when I start looking at all of those, for me, it brings me always, always, always back to why am I doing what I'm doing? If I'm gonna give freely, why? Because it's the right way to do it according to who and what happens if i give freely so much that i don't have anything left for myself is that the right thing to do hmm. why do i do what i do and when you really play with that question and you follow it and you follow it and you follow it the reason why we do what we do is because of how it feels We can tell ourselves, I'm doing things for the good reason, the right reason, the justified reason, but why would I continue to do something the right way? It's because of how it feels to be me when I do it. When we start as human beings, when we give ourselves the freedom and the permission to notice our own state of being, to notice what my actions feel like to me, and when I say feel, I'm not limiting feel to emotions. I'm not limiting feel to physical sensory. We have 
a tremendous range of our ability to sense. So when I say feel, what I'm talking about is your state of being. The more we, the more we look at this question of why am I doing what I'm doing and we acknowledge that it's because of how it feels to be me while I'm doing it, then we can actually start playing with life starting with how I feel rather than seeking a feeling of fulfillment. Now, again, this is like 180 degrees from what we've been taught, right? Even in spiritual growth and personal development and, and all the self-help, there's so much that says that you're seeking the part of you that's beyond all of this, or you're, you're trying to achieve a state of being. Well, that's, again, all the tools are great, and it's a beautiful place to start. What I want to share with you is the simplicity of your ability, an ability you already have, to tune in and to actually experience the sense of yourself that no longer requires more, that no longer requires the approval or the um, recognition of somebody else or some system or a suggestion to know that you're doing what you're doing because of how you feel while you're doing it. There's a crazy simplicity to this, crazy simplicity. Sometimes it takes a lot of words to get to the simplicity. So I'm going to pause for a second because Ariabel is giving me lots of stuff to play with here. The richer you are, the less you share. Well, that's interesting. I would play with you on that one um, because it that depends on how you define richer and what you're talking about with richer. When you do something in order to receive something back, then you've already received your reward and you end up feeling empty. That's a nice way to put predatory capitalism where all, when I am looking at the world for what I can get and I'm not going to give until I know I can get, then that's predatory. Now, let's not judge predatory as bad. Nature even requires predators for a healthy ecosystem. So predatory isn't bad. But when we start looking at why, why we're doing what we're doing, we get to get to have a lot more clarity on pe where people are coming from. Are they coming from fear? Or are they coming from love? We have the ability to always, always come from love. And it helps when we know the sense that the, the love that we have to share is inexhaustible. Okay? But until you have the experience of it, it's just a bunch of words. So let's see. Bell, so you mean to say that we need to listen to our gut instincts if we're to feel how we feel when we're making choices or to share. It's a beginning, absolutely. It becomes an exchange and not a sacrifice, absolutely. And even more than an exchange, it becomes freely giving because there is a complete knowing that all I'm doing is contributing to life. Giving isn't necessarily giving away. 
Giving freely doesn't mean I don't require resources to come back to me. But it all begins to really live in that state of being. It's one thing to know it and to talk about it. It's a different thing to experience. So this is where I'd like to guide you today is to an experience of knowing your own state of being that has no push or pull of need. And I call it your presence. Your presence is the tone and the vibration of your heart, not just this, this physical heart, but the heart of your very being, the part of you that is inexhaustible. There is a sensation to that. And the reason why I said, Aribel, that the gut feeling is a beginning is because there is discernment. Our mind and our conditioning, when we're not aware of it, can have an effect on our gut feel. Now, when you, the, the more experience you have navigating through your senses, the more clear your guidance system becomes. So it helps to have the experience of tuning in and feeling your presence just for the simplicity of that. So let's go there. A lot of people think they feel, but they're thinking. So let's talk directly to the mind for a moment and say, hey buddy, right now we're gonna ask you to do just one job, just one job. And after we're done, you can go back to doing 8,000 jobs. But for the moment, we're gonna give you one job and that job will be to watch how the body provides sensations, okay? For example, if I pick up an object, from my desk and I hold it in my hand and I squeeze it. A rock is a really great object for this. Just a rock right off the ground. And I'm holding it in my hand. Mind, I want you to take yourself down through the body and down through the arm right to where the hand is holding the object. Let's let it be kindergarten simple for a second, okay? Kindergarten simple, not because you can't handle more, but because kindergarten simple is what works for this one. Because what we're going to do is show the mind where it can always, always find this state of fulfillment. We're going to show the mind how it can always go to the present moment because guess what? It has a body that's never not in the present moment. When we play this way, yes, of course, this is mindfulness. And the mind thinks it's hard because it hasn't actually been shown where the validation actually exists, right? The only reason it's been hard is because the mind hasn't been shown and it hasn't been given the experiences, and this, oops, that was me making a noise. It hasn't been given the experience without judgment of the body communicating to it. So yes, of course it's mindfulness, but it's also an evolution of mindfulness. So mind, come down 
and just notice the sensations right where the hand is touching this object. And you'll have one priority here, and it's simply the sensations. So mind, that's your whole job. Just notice where the plastic or the object touches the skin and the skin touches the object. And now notice as well that you can still hear my words. You can still understand the concepts. And at the same time, the hand is providing you with a sensation. So just notice now the sensation in the hand and then notice how the hand feels when your priority is that sensation. Now let's let it be that simple, okay? And let your mind have only one priority, which is the sensation in the hand. Let's not call it mindfulness because the mind already knows how to avoid that. Who cares? Let's just take the mind right to where the body provides sensations. Okay? That's your one job. And good job, mind. Because of course there's 800 billion other things you could be doing, and you're all very good at all of them. So let's not deny that for one second. Right there, right for where, the hand provides a sensation. That's it. So while I say some more words, let your priority be the sensation in your hand and just let play with what that feels like to have just one priority the sensation in the hand notice that a priority does not eliminate the rest of your world and notice how your hand responds does the sensation in your hand change if it does, just notice, oh, that changed. Little kid style. Like it doesn't ever have to be more than little kid style. Oh, that was different. Oh, look, and that's different again. So from here, take your awareness then to whatever sensations your body is providing you anywhere. But do nothing about it. Notice it and do nothing about it. If there is actually action to take, watch your body move on its own. But for the moment, what we're just doing is playing and helping the mind have a new education. Helping the mind notice sensations in the body without a job to do. So even while I'm speaking, let your priority be the sensation in your hand, okay? Let your priority overtake whatever you might hear from me. Let your priority be the tingles, the spaciousness, the movement, whatever it is your body provides you. Okay? And just notice you're not missing anything else in the world. It's all happening. So here you are. Mind has one, one priority, which is the sensations in the body. Okay? And while you have that priority, I'm just going to share with you this idea of a more fulfilling life. When we know 
the sensation of our own life force, of our own presence moving through the body, what if that is the indication of a fulfilling life? Like I said, 180 degrees opposite of what we've been taught and conditioned, right? Now, just keep your awareness with the sensations in your hand. So here we are, we're taught to live life, to grow and gain and seek and have and do as we keep the awareness with the sensations in my hand. So what the heck does fulfilled even feel like, right? If I'm constantly seeking, seeking, seeking for something fulfilling, how am I going to know it when I get there? Well, what if fulfilled is very simply feeling this presence moving through your body that, no, that doesn't require anything more than what's happening? Because this is the whole thing about all the teachings of, oops, more noise, the teachings of the present moment. Why the heck do we care about the present moment? It's beautiful teachings. And it's time to take the concepts and integrate them through the experience. And you can meditate for 30 years or you can take your awareness right to the sensations in your body because your body's never out of the present moment. Your body's never in the future and your body's never in the past. Although I have had some physicists argue with me about that one. It's kind of fun, actually. So check your priority. Where's your priority? And just play. There's no requirement. You can't fail and you can't really win. It's not the point because we're not competing. But when your priority is the sensation of your presence in your body, watch, just watch how your body continues to communicate. Oh, I feel that. Watch how your mind recognizes, oh, I have a job. Oh, I'm getting lost off my job. Right? The job is the priority. Mind, just watch the body. So now, I'm going to share with you another fantastic tool that's going to give the mind a new education, okay? And this tool, keep your awareness with your the physical sensations. But this tool is one that helps the mind really know this sense of validation, this sense of confidence, okay? The tool is called erasing the board. So just like we have a dry erase board, little kid style, let's erase the board and just set our object down, shake it all off, and let's start over, okay? The reason why erasing the board and starting over <laughs> is one of the most magnificent tools you can play with is because how many times do we start a new practice? How many times do we um, learn something new and then the mind goes, all right, I can do this. How do I maintain it? I got to maintain it. I got to maintain it, right? Well, here's the, the cool thing. Knowing a sense of fulfillment isn't something to maintain. 
It's something you can regenerate at any time simply by calling forward that the sensation. You regenerate it. Fulfillment is not something, again, I'm not saying anything new. Fulfillment is not something out there for you to attain and achieve and acquire. Okay? Attain, achieve, and acquire are words that came from this way of life that we were taught that says bigger, better, faster, more is bigger, better, faster, more. And you should have that. What we're playing with here is becoming aware of your innate ability to regenerate the sense of fulfillment at any time simply because it's natural, it's your birthright, and the way to know it is through your senses rather than the mind. The mind doesn't feel. So, mind, let's take your awareness right to where you, where the, the part of us, the part of this instrument that does feel, and that's the body. So, mind, watch the body. Body picks up an object. Taking your awareness right to where the physical sensation. Right to where the physical sensation is. And Ari Bell, I hear what you're saying. Erasing the board is incredibly simple. It may not be easy, but it's as simple as saying, mind, stop which is possible, and it is an ability that you have. It might be unfamiliar, okay? The things that I'm sharing with you might sound familiar and unfamiliar at the same time. So let's play with the part that takes us in the direction we're going. The mind will have all sorts of protests that say, like, oh, this is hard, and oh, Carrie, you don't even know. Believe me, I know. <laughs> it's a been there, done that sort of conversation. And where I'm sharing from is having gone through a life of um, relative insanity, trying to manage this outside world that says, I should want all these things, and I never did. I should be seeking what other people have, but I didn't want that. I tried my darnest to the point of taking myself to the brink of, of, of dying, taking myself to where I didn't want to live anymore. Visited death, I went all the way there. Had a great conversation, we laughed a lot. And still, after making the decision to stay, still had all sorts of self-destruction to get through. I still had a nine-year relationship that ended when I called the police to help me walk away. I still had terrible, amazing, well, ter ter terribly intense heartbreak to move through and all the changes in my life. So it's simple, not always easy. But there is a simplicity to it, and this is why I'm sharing it this way, because the mind has so many protests in place. And I bring on the protests. That's fine. We will just walk right through them because 
if you, the more you play with it, the more you study on it, the more you um, provide yourself the experience of feeling, letting your body communicate sensations and walking your mind beyond the fear of what you sense, the more you start to recognize on your own that the sensation of your presence in your body is the same thing as fulfillment. So using an object like this, using mindfulness, using awareness, they're all tools that lead us to the sensation of presence. But in order for that to be of service to you in your world, you get to decide what your own priority is. And it is very much about a decision and telling the mind, here's what we're doing, buddy. We're going to make a priority of the sensations in the body and we're going to learn how to navigate it. It's an accelerated road to embodiment. So when you're, when you're going through your day and you have your meetings and you have your family and you have your worries, of course, let's not deny it for a moment, but let's also recognize that we can walk through all of them with a priority. And the priority is that I'm going to be aware of the sensations in my body. Being aware of the sensations in my body is the constant anchor to this thing called the present moment. The mind says it's hard, but the body is existing. Here's a, there's a body. Can't deny it. So mind, watch the body. The more you play this way, then the, the more simple and the more easy it is to navigate and surf what you experience in life. And I can tell you this, but you get to give yourself the experience. Now, I just saw uh, a question. Why do we fear presence? Fantastic question. Absolutely beautiful question. The simplest answer is that it's unfamiliar. And the mind and the ego don't know how to control it, okay? The mind and the ego have been running the show for all of humanity for a very long time. So it's not anybody's fault, okay? It's a collective creation where at some point long ago somebody decided more is better and I'm willing to hurt you in order to have more. And somehow that makes things better. That grew and grew and grew and grew and grew until it seemed normal, until it seemed that looking at other divine beings around us from a place of, I don't have enough or I should want more, became this sense of normal. 
It became the way it is. This, the, the, that sense of normal of I need to get, I need to have. That that sort of thinking, every sort of thinking produces wavelengths. It produces frequencies and vibrations. And this, we're, we know now to talk about that thoughts are things. Thoughts produce wavelengths the same way a radio broadcast produces wavelengths. Our bodies become accustomed to these thought patterns. The cells of our bodies actually take on an energetic signature in response to these thought patterns. And so when we start to play with presence and we start to actually become aware of what our body communicates, when we start to become aware of the sensation of presence, what we do very literally is start to shake loose the other vibrations that were stuck in there before we were paying attention to them, that were stuck in there because this is the way it is. And we, the, the frequency of presence shakes loose the frequencies of fear, of lack, of I don't have enough. And when we start shaking those loose, of course, we're going to experience them. Now, this is where, this is why I say provide yourself experiences of feeling the presence move through your body in little kindergarten ways, really simple ways like, what does my hand feel like when I hold this? Because the more often you give yourself the experience of presence in ways that don't buck your whole system, the more the mind starts to find confidence that feeling is actually okay. That even if I feel fear, it's actually okay. That even if I feel all these things that I've been trying not to feel my whole life, I know why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because this sense of presence is actually the fulfillment of life. And this is what it feels like moving through me. A more fulfilling life is one that's more full of you, the real you, the aspect of you that never forgot what the source of life is. So we can tease it all out and please take every class that calls to you use every tool that calls to you but what i'm sharing with you is the simplicity of it that a more fulfilling life is a life that's more full of you and you can go very direct to sense and to know the sensation of fulfillment to know the sensation of your own presence with some very very simple tools that start with mindfulness but actually expand exponentially to what, what I call sensory awareness, being aware of the information provided by your senses. And yes, of course, you need your mind willing to participate. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Playing with these tools like Mind Watch the Body, playing kindergarten style 
so that we're not threatening anybody. We're just learning and acknowledging there's no reason why I should know all of this already because I've been taught something else 180 degrees my whole life. And that's kindness. And that's starting to uh, welcome a sweet friendship with your mind that grows exponentially because you're actually starting to engage your systems the way they were designed by nature. So let me see, let me look at your comment here really quick. It's scared you many times when you've unknowingly tapped into consciousness growing up. Yeah, of course. Ne before you ever knew about spirituality because supernatural things happened even in front of the family or friends. Of course, of course, of course, of course. Yes, you're not alone. Um, be, living with this connection of presence is so innate. It, ha it will happen spontaneously. And the fear, of course you backed away because here we are, this pristine, beautiful, sweet being, simply living in all of life, but we're surrounded by other individuals whose mind and ego are very uh, bought in to a way of thinking that has already denied that sense of consciousness, that's already functioning in a way that has been in their system, in that system, been proven and proven again and proven again and proven again, that all of that stuff is silliness because it doesn't pay the bills, right? Of course, it's scary when it comes back up. How do you trust it? I would say at this point, don't worry about trusting it. Don't make trust this big thing like I can't trust it or I do trust it or I don't trust it. And what does it mean if I do or don't? Instead, start providing yourself with little experiences that help educate the mind to know that sensations are actually validation. Sensations are actually communication that say life is actually happening here. Help start educating your mind. Again, baby steps to say, mind, look at this right here. This is a sensation where plastic touches skin and skin touches plastic where pressure, I can feel, the body communicates pressure. We take that, right? The experience of sensation from this very, very safe example of sensations in the hand and take your awareness right to your heart center. And just for funsies say, you know what? I want to be aware of the sensation of my own heart alive in my body. And now don't go seek it. And if the mind says, I'm afraid, let's say, mind, you're safe. Nobody's chasing you with a machete. You're still going to get to eat breakfast. You still get to go to the post office today. So for literally 15 seconds, just 15 seconds, taking your awareness right through to your, your heart center and just explore. What would the sensations be if I were aware 
of my heart moving through my body. I wonder. And now don't go looking for them. Instead, let your mind take its awareness right to this heart center area of the body, no different than taking your awareness to your hand. Okay? So, Ariel, let's let it be scary. That's okay. Of course it's scary. Of course it is. Because it's been vilified for millennia. So let's just acknowledge, yes, it's scary. And yet the heart and the soul do know there is another way. So the one who's afraid is the mind. The heart and the soul are not afraid. The heart, the heart and the soul are the ones going tap, tap, tap. We're right here. We totally have your back. We're right here. So for 15 seconds, for 15 seconds, if you want to, because you don't have to, nobody can force you. But for 15 seconds, I wonder how it is to explore. Hmm, this is what, this is how my body communicates that my heart's alive. It'll be unique to everybody. But for 15 seconds at a time, you can begin to realign your awareness with the heart and the soul that will always just be tap, tap, tapping on the window. And they will always be there. Infinite patience, heart center open. And give the mind an experience where it can find validation for itself that feeling the heart is okay. We're not even going to call it safe because, of course, the mind will say, no, it's not. La, 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 right? So let's not call it safe. Let's just call it an experience. So well, let's actually do this, if you're willing, for 15 seconds. I'll keep the time, okay? And mind, just watch how the body communicates. Oh, yes, this is how it feels. We're not going to judge it. We're not going to do anything about it for 15 seconds. Ready? Let's go. Five more seconds. Body, show me what it feels like that I can sense my own heart through my body. Show me. Three more seconds. Perfect. So that's 15 seconds of experience where the mind was totally engaged, was given all of the opportunity to see what was going on and decide for itself if sensing things is allowable in my world. Because, you know, I'm not here to bombard the mind with information about what it should or should not be. It already has, you know, plenty of that. But what we are here to do is re-educate the mind so it knows 
where our innate sensory system actually functions and how to recognize and use the information our senses provide to help us navigate our life. Because a fulfilling life is one that you feel. A fulfilling life is one where you can feel yourself. A fulfilling life is one where it doesn't really matter what's happening around you, right? Somehow, you just know all is well, and you're going to step right into it. The way to have that life, I mean, there isn't one way to have that life. Let's acknowledge that. That's why there's so many teachers, and it's so beautiful. There's so many teachers teaching so many different ways because a different way is going to speak to people differently, or it's going to, different ways will speak to you differently at different times. So, yay. But what's really valuable in there, like even as I'm listening to all these different teachers, how do I know what works for me? Well, you know what works for you because you're willing to sense this sense of openness, of fulfillment. You're willing to be aware of the communication of the heart through the body. And so many people are so afraid of it. Yes, only because they lack the experience. So when you can provide yourself with little experiences, kindergarten style, it makes the mind really happy. And the mind goes, oh, okay, I'll give you some space to do that. And suddenly, suddenly, you've got your mind in a new friendship with your body that's totally guided by the heart. It is the simplicity of how our systems were designed. And so how, how to live a more fulfilling life, let yourself feel. But it's not the kind of feel that the emotions that grab you and make you go to therapy sometime in the future, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about starting to provide yourself the experience of your own sensations and provide yourself with the tools and the knowledge and the guidance and the assistance for how to navigate that way. You can start with meditation. It's perfect. Start with yoga. Start with exercise, stretching, singing, writing, drawing, eating. I don't know. Eating is an amazing, profound experience when you let yourself feel. I mean, letting yourself be aware of the body's sensations will free you from addictions. It will free you from self-destructive patterns. And just to give a quick example, um, back when I had that relationship for nine years, and the one that ended when I called the police to help me walk away, there was a lot of smoking marijuana in that relationship. And it was not working for me at all. I, but I didn't, I felt trapped. Like, if I stop, there goes my relationship, which was pretty much the case. But when I realized I was going to be done, I didn't go cold turkey. It wasn't, I wasn't going to just put a flag in the sand and say, I'm done and I have something to prove. No, 
the way that I stopped and the way I moved myself out of that was by giving myself the freedom without judgment to keep doing what I was doing, to say, okay, if I'm going to smoke today, I'm going to smoke today. But I'm going to be aware of what it feels like when I do. And that's it. And if I smoke tomorrow, then I'm going to smoke tomorrow, but I'm going to be aware of what it feels like when I do. And this willingness to be aware of how life actually feels without judging, that is going to guide you to your fulfillment in absolutely every aspect of your life. But it's unfamiliar and it, it can be intense sometimes to have no judgment. You're going to feel fear. You're going to feel anxiety. But when you give yourself these little baby steps where you invite your mind to say, buddy, this is what we're doing, then you form this friendship where the mind knows how to find the real validation. And the real validation is how your is what your body is communicating through your senses. The real validation is the sense of knowing, the confidence, the willingness to be aware of when the body says, oh, don't go there. Or the body says, yes, let's go. But it starts by, it starts in kindergarten for crying out loud. That's when they started teaching us to condition ourselves, right? To a system that denies our senses. So let's just go back to kindergarten and learn something new. And let's learn, mind, here's where you can find all the information and validation you need. So buddy, here's how we do it. Here's how we walk through it. And again, the more you give yourself these little experiences, the system is so innate, you start teaching yourself. And it's, it's really, really beautiful. And um, again, not everybody has to go through things as difficult as what I did, which is why I share, because um, there is such a simplicity but it's just unfamiliar. So if all of this sounds like fun and uh, it speaks to you, please contact me. I have a couple of links in the description for my website. Is there, there's a, I, I put in a link to a piece of writing um, called worry like a bird. Think about that one. That's a fun one. And then uh, down at the end, I put a link to the nine week series, which I, which starts this Thursday and is the foundational series to give you perspectives, awareness, tools, and experience so that you can navigate in a way where you never worry about confidence because you, you're never without it. And you never worry really about your ability to move through something because you provided yourself with the experience of it. And the more experience you have, the more you step into. It's, it's life. And it's life that's really fun. Okay, I'm just going to check the comments because I know Aribel. Let's see. Oh, you're so welcome. You are so welcome. You felt giddy and nervous at first, and then after a few attempts, if you felt it and you felt like you wanted to cry. Yeah, beautiful. Perfect. Well done. That's you feeling your presence. That's you actually feeling your heart moving through your body. 
And the crying is the body's way of saying, yes, we feel it. So notice the tone of the crying. Notice what it felt like. The sensations, the giddy, the tingly. It's unique for everybody. But yay! It felt like an eternity. How perfect is that when you step out of time and space? Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Aribel, thank you so much. Thank you so much for interacting with me. You just totally made this whole event awesome. It's um, making things not so scary. What a beautiful compliment. When we address the mind and honor that it has fears, it's all it really wants. So we can let the mind know there is a way to function. So you, you're not on your own. There is a way to function so that you know that nature and all of life have your back. The way to do that is through your senses. The way to do that is to make a priority of being aware of the communication through your body. Because your heart, nature, the universe communicates through sensations through your body. And mind, we need you because you are amazing at making things happen when they need to happen. You're incredible at translating. But we need to start first at the foundation. What is it we're translating? Well, if we really want to be in harmony with our own lives and our own hearts, let's start learning how to translate the communication from our heart. And that happens through our senses. So, it's just a little bit of a re-education and it's super fun and it is really the most natural way to walk on the planet. And, you know, Aribel, I'll ask you in those moments when you could really feel when the tears kind of felt like they were tickling at you, did you have any concern about fulfillment? Did you have any concern at all? Now, again, baby steps, right? This isn't any kind of suggestion that this is how you should be and this is the way to be. No, what I'm sharing with you is a, a way to navigate life, to navigate the life your heart has intended for you, has designed for you, and to do it without retreating from the world as it is. So it only gets awesomer and bigger and beautifuler and more fun from there. So um, if I can be of any kind of assistance going forward, please connect with me, contact me, join me for the nine-week series, and um, it only gets better from there. So uh, have a beautiful day, everybody. Aria Bell, thank you again, and you're so very welcome. It's such a gift to me to have people to share with. There's so much to share. And so having the opportunity, thank you, Project Positive Change, everybody here. Thank you all. It's, um, it's a delight, an absolute delight. All right, my friends, have a beautiful day. Enjoy your presence 15 seconds at a time, five seconds at a time, but try 15. Eventually you'll move it up, you know, to 20. 30 seconds, and then you'll get hijacked and you'll get totally lost 
in the world of the mind and achieving and bigger, better, faster, more and sex, power, greed, because it's familiar. And then the moment you realize you got caught up in it, you go, oh, wow, huh, what's my priority? And then you come right back to your physical body and you pick something up and you go, mind, this is where we're at. Mind, be right where the body is. Let's go to the DMV in my body <laughs> rather, rather than leaving it. <laughs> it's good stuff. All right. Thank you so much, my friends. Have a beautiful day.